Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, hello, leavers and believers. Anybody else that happens to be passing by, welcome to Leaving Hillsong. This is part three of the Hillsong Starter Pack featuring Grace. It's a short episode, but I think you're going to really like it. My name's Tanya, and we are continuing a conversation uh, that we sort of just stumbled onto with Grace about coping with uh, Leaving Hillsong. And how do you cope with triggers and how do you cope when you see people in the street and how do you cope looking back it's been a really busy time at the moment with the court case so it's going to be a short intro editing as fast as i can to bring as much content as i can to you in between naps after court in the trial of brian charles houston so stick around have a little listen like subscribe share support do what you can enjoy this little episode it's my way of saying be kind to yourself be kind to other people just keep leaving hillsong grace will talk you through it talk soon and and we know we've talked about the work we've thrown narcissism around it's very hard very 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 hard to get change i would suspect something absolutely drastic has to have pat mercedes is a great example i mean that bloke doesn't have any clue Really, he gets on his eye horse and he forgets what the hell he even did. I mean, oh, his character and leadership is disgusting. It's so, I mean, how has he not changed? And that's the big thing. I think we need to also accept that churches breed narcissistic, sociopathic people under the name of God. Uh, perfectionism, we've talked about perfectionism. We've talked about purity culture. Um, A little Talking about a nuclear Western way of being. Yes, yes, yeah. And that's that's the answer to life and success and, and happiness and also the brimstone fire where you're going to go when you die and, yep. and the devil's going to get you. So, you know, be around pure people. And really that's really it in a nice, neat package for you. I mean, that's the suite of products that they've got to offer. <laughs> they don't yep. need to have as much control over someone's life and their Ability to move forward and live in freedom and health and happiness in relationships and feel connected and 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 respected and not judged, and that's of all human rights, you know. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. And don't yeah. get me wrong; I have my battles with this too. Yeah. I mean, I look back and I'm devastated, devastated on the relationship. Like I could have jumped on, you know, but I I stayed pure because. Oh, you know what? I'll just wait for God to give it, give me the man, the man that He's got for me. Kind of rubbish, mm. you know. Like 
I'm devastated. I've lost, I mean, thank God, not all of my 20s, but really, I mean, I had some significant traumas and around 26, 27, now in my early 30s. I mean, you know, a big chunk of my 20s and, and my, you know, belief system ha- had been sucked into this environment, which has significantly impaired a lot of, I guess, stages I could have developed and, and grown exponentially. You know, it, it shelved me. It shelved me and it made me naive and I had a lot of self-criticism, guilt, shame, feeling stuck. You know, those things have really robbed me for, from or for a lot and I've had to spend a lot of sweat, blood and tears talking to people and, and, and thinking myself critically about things and trying to reframe and reshape all of these negative experiences into opportunities to grow and to become a beautiful person who who's allowed to say whatever she wants to say yeah. about what she thinks is wrong and, and be and I was assertive and honest and gave truth in a very assertive way and it was not liked because mm-hmm. it was seen as against the system now it's not really my responsibility whatever way that they see what I've said to be honest I don't really give truth about you know what what they think about me but back then they held the power in my mind, control, I mean, opportunity. I mean, I was on platforms, you know, and you just be like, oh, my God, I've got this opportunity. Well, I've got to keep doing everything. You know what I mean? Well, that's a formula because that's how they got there. So I've got to follow them. I've got to do whatever they did. It was, de- you know, looking back, I mean, we just sheep being controlled. I think it's a lot more complex than that. Certainly there's a, you know, a lot of intelligent, qualified, the good people, the foot soldiers, who are putting good faith and trust in people, which you kind of can't go through life without. At the same time, you know, it'll be good when we can start talking about like ways to protect ourselves from being vulnerable to to those kinds of abusive systems and stuff. But I, you know, it's an ongoing thing. Isn't it? Can I say even as well, like oh. last Christmas, uh, November, December, I. When I came back to town for a little bit and I finally was like, oh, I've been meaning to listen to the podcast and I started smashing him out. I mean, I was evicted. Like, I was just like, whoa, I just got to keep listening. I keep listening. I remember it was like they call it in research world the point of saturation where you actually have so much data and so much detail and the evidence is overwhelming and... I remember feeling pretty vulnerable for a couple of days and I reflect on that back, back on that now and it was just because all these stories and, and, and saturating myself with listening of um, two hours of content had really, and content that was heavy and real and, and, and while you're listening, you're connecting to their story with your own story so you're thinking and you know, feeling things and and you're bringing up memories and stuff that weren't so great in your in your lifetime, and I remember being a bit worse for wet and feeling a little bit sensitive and vulnerable. And I don't remember what strategies I used at that point, but I do remember it. And it was like this overwhelming feeling of oh my god, this has happened to me. You know, like I can't believe this, and it's everywhere. You know, like it was just this whole like it's trauma. It's trauma. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's I, it, opening the word, you know. You know, I get to talk to a lot of people and 
I, I see a lot of people, you know, really consume material. There's, there's huge amounts they read and, and listen and watch all kinds of things. And it's just interesting. I actually can't watch a lot of preacher stuff. It just makes me too mad. It's like watching a, a, a con artist kind of sometimes. I just, but yeah, a lot of people just consume so much and then drops off again. It's interesting processes to watch as they happen. And I know that there are similar events in the world, but, you know, watching this huge community react to pretty major events is, yeah, it's kind of like watching a volcano erupt for the first time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so true. I think the big, for me, the biggest things have happened. I mean, the only thing, there'll be more big things. I mean, I mean, obviously the worry about him being able to get on with life and go back to starting another church and getting on with it will really, I think that'll probably hit me hard. And okay. yeah, I just it just makes me I get maybe you get the you know, I get my fire in my belly going and it just makes me feel like I want justice and we need to tear these mofos down kind of thing. Like I'm not I'm not trying to go there with aggression or abuse either though. I yeah. think I think the big thing will be getting rid of a tax exemption. But that that's like that's pretty much shifting the whole social political system of Western world in the yeah. Australian context. Yeah. So that is that's really revolutionary, you know. Yeah. All we can do though is advocate and put it on the agenda. Yeah, it's it's well, I'm stuck in social work reflection, but it is this ongoing practice, hey, like just keep trying to bring out what equality, diversity, truth, transparency, accountability. Make them priorities instead of, you know, who's got the most toys gets away with owning the playground or you know. We will, you know, we don't know what's going to take place in the next three weeks and what might come out in court that might upset people or uh, concern people or, you know, new information or whatever. So, you know, we're going to have to stay close to this thing and and we're all going to have to kind of bond together um, somehow, stragglers that we are. Yeah, look, I think but people don't necessarily, they're starting to talk about self-care more broadly across society now. I mean, memes and, you know, people trying to, with lots of psychologists and therapists and stuff getting Instagram profiles, trying to get people to think about, you know, mental health, taking care of yourself and promoting like this more positive, healthy way of living. But I think the challenge is also extending it's not just about oh let's go have a cup of tea with a friend go and sit in nature it's about trying to process what's going on and understanding what's going through in your mind in your body yes and connecting you know i did an activity recently with some students and we talked about what are some of the challenges you know like you know for example i mean look being around the houstons and seeing them out would, would distress me it would make me quite upset. I mean, I know some of the people try and stay in touch with my family and I'm physically not around the Hills District, so I don't need to be constantly reminded. And they they talk about that in like when you're healing from a trauma that, you know, trying to remove the things that's going to remind you of those negative experiences and taking it further. Like, for example, explore the thoughts and feelings that you have around it. So for me, it'd be about, seeing someone from the church that was very famous and maybe knew about knew me and used to have a relationship with me. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And, you know, wondering the social anxiety that would come up in, in an interaction if I was to bump into them in the street. And so what I, my thoughts or feelings around that particular issue would be I feel quite upset about what's happened between us and that there's been no recognition or apology or, or acknowledgement of how that could have hurt me. Yeah. And then some of the thoughts that I would have are it upsets me that I was treated this way and. I think it's really wrong and it's against what church raised us to think and feel and believe and do. And then my values, uh, and then now jumping to the value section, would be I value respectful relationships and people not abusing or using others for personal gain or self-interest. And I care about myself and my I am important and I don't need to have relationships for the sake of status or keeping peace so then these are my values so it helps validate me like I validate myself that no I don't need to keep staying in constant contact or I don't even need to acknowledge them if I really want to and if I don't feel like it that day I value honesty I value truth I value myself and being treated with utmost respect and care. And I don't need to tolerate or, or be in connection with someone just to be nice to them. Because being nice okay. to them and creating peace or having peace or being coming across as peaceful and happy and go lucky and, and go with the flow and, and, and not talking about the issue is not who I am. You know, some days I do that for the sake of saving face and surviving the social environment, you know, the social situation. But I always walk away after doing that and feel for it. You know, I really feel crap for saving face because deep inside of me I'm like, this is so wrong, this person treated me bad. You know what I mean? Like it it was against my values. And so when you, if you were to do that process to yourselves, like for anyone listening, trying to think about what is the environment that would distress you about this and then try and think about what are those thoughts and feelings that you have and then what value is attached to that situation that overarches it, you know. I feel like that process has been really helpful because it's validated me as a strategy is, you know what, maybe some of my strategies is not being around the hills where I'm going to bump into church people and be disgusted, you know, and be reminded. Maybe is a strategy is, is I acknowledge him and I smile, but I keep walking. Well, so, you know, pull that phone out, even if it's dead, <laughs> and have a not fake chat. <laughs> what do you do with the pain, though, when it hits you? Like, in the, 
the stress, you know, that's how triggers to work. Honest, I, to be honest, I cry. I allow myself to go yeah. into places where yeah, and talk to people that are going to validate me. I mean, you know, even talking now makes me upset. Like, you know, I'm yeah. very good at talking with a front and uh, talking very real. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I mean, you might hear passion, but there's a lot of pain and disappointment and disgust and confusion still attached to certain things that have occurred in my life especially in the context of church I mean I think people need to be reminded that they aren't ducks they're humans so they're emotional relational beings but yeah. remembering I think I don't know I used a strategy the other day and I came up with it myself <laughs> I told myself what is it about this situation that I can control Pretty much almost nothing. Yeah. I can't really control the situation. Most, most situations generally are out of our control. When it's got nothing to do with us but it triggers us, it impacts us directly or indirectly. So I tell myself, this situation, I have no control over right this second. It'll apply to Brian's case in the three weeks and whatever will happen. I mean, again, side note, three weeks is just what they've said. I mean, something could happen on day five and then the whole thing shut down for the year. Okay. So Remember that, people, as well, that things don't happen in a linear way in, in litigious world. But anyway, going back to what I was saying is I've got no control over the situation. I don't have absolute utter control over it. It involves other people and a situation with decisions being made and a whole other context that I've got no control over. But what's controllable? My emotions. Yeah. Yes, I can feel the pain, feel the sadness, the disgust, the disappointment, the betrayal, that's a big one, the guilt, the shame. But I know emotions are changeable. We've all been in an environment where we've been walking on, getting on with our merry day, and something crazy happens in the moment and we all, all of a sudden forget what we were doing. Because yep, yep. Where something else has occurred and now we're all of a sudden running off with whatever's happened. Like we saw someone on the street we haven't seen for years and, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I bumped into you. Or, you know, someone does something nice, a stranger does a yeah. random act of kindness. Yeah. Now, if emotions are changeable and we know emotions are so changeable, our mood can just change in a moment, I have some agency over my emotions. So I have to get up and just force myself into an environment where I've created a bit of change. Like, for example, today I got on my bike. I've got a bicycle, not a motorbike, a bicycle. And... The feeling of being in the sun and exercising, so pushing my heart rate up, I know it's physically good for me. I know it contributes to safety, uh, health and well-being and physical health especially and my mental health, but also feeling the wind in my hair. I felt yeah. free. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm putting myself in another environment of possibilities and in new and positive energy. Obviously the sun, it is nice when you're having a sunny day. Everyone's just happier in general. So I had to force myself in a new environment. And sometimes we've got to do that, that emotions are changeable. And then my thoughts can shift. My thoughts can shift so quickly from that. I can't change a trauma. I can't change the situation. But I can get on with the present moment and flip the switch when I need to. And, and sometimes we've got to get creative. And you find that is successful for you? It's been at the moment and I've been in a very stressful work environment. Yeah. Wonderful. And in my personal life where there's been ongoing conflict that has, is going to stay unresolved and this is what this is with the church yeah. and with church-related trauma, it's unresolved conflict. It's incredible your 
so spot on. I've been talking to Tiffany during the week and I'm trying to drag her on again to talk about self-care. I mean, that's what she always taught me. They're just feelings. They're just feelings. What's the worst that can happen? You know, sit with them. Look at yeah, well, the the thing is, the worst that can happen is turning it into really unhelpful, unhealthy thoughts. I mean, turning that into behaviours and actions that are very just self-destructive or destructive towards others. For example, like I've had a conflict today or something, someone upset me, and I've just told myself to be really assertive and, and to be who I am, what I think and feel, even no matter what way that person perceives it, it that it is what it is. I'm trying to be honest and open and I care about the person and that's that. That's the bottom line. But I'm not going to then react and explode because I've been upset and I'm sleep deprived and all this other shit's going on in my life, you know. I'm just going to compartmentalise a bit and not allow all these emotions and feelings, as chaotic as they are, to turn into stuffing things up with, with people I love and care about. Yeah. I mean, if I can help it, if I can help it, I can't always help it. We're going to get triggered. We're going to have that trigger that, you know, someone's going to do something and we're going to be, it's going to be in our face in that moment. And sometimes we're just going to negatively react to that. You know, we're going to say things yeah. later. We thought, flip, why did I do that? I should have just walked away and calmed myself down and later had a conversation. So we have to be kind to ourselves and have compassion. And, and compassion is not just about being kind to ourselves. It's about loving ourselves no matter what we have done or said that we've hurt others or we've hurt ourselves. It's just being really caring and understanding that, you know, accepting ourselves no matter what. Really, that's what it is. Because I beat myself up too. Your honesty is one of your most incredibly attractive features. That's so cool. Yeah, so cool. These are practical strategies that will really help people. I know they help me. If we wanted to keep talking about this, like, you know, and have a follow-up chat, I think it's really worthwhile to talk. I'm going to try and put out as much content as I'm able to edit over the next few weeks because it's, you know, this is the big one. And, you know, lots of different perspectives of different people using the same tools, but it seems to keep coming up over and over this concept of doing the work and just facing it and you know looking at stuff and not avoiding and not derailing and not kind of backtracking and hiding under the bed and stuff because you eventually get dragged out anyway um yeah. like the time like because I used to get my hair washed when I was seven I used to get my hair washed on Saturdays had this very long red hair and um I didn't like it I put my head in the bathroom sink and stuff so one Saturday morning I hid in the hallway cupboard and I'm not really sure what I thought was going to happen, like if I just stay there for the rest of my life or what. So, yeah, eventually then I got in trouble and I got my hair washed. So, it's you know, it's kind of the same thing with trauma. You can hide in the hallway closet, but uh, eventually they find you and wash your hair anyway and it's, it's kind of worse. <laughs> Let's reconvene, hey? Let's just see what happens and we'll be back to figure it out from there, yeah? Sounds good. Thank you so much for that. I think that was just amazing, 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 Grace. So have we'll a wonderful talk soon. sunny day. Yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.